0: So if you're walking for XL Candy, don't be like me and walk 250 kilometers and do it with a level 20 buddy
1: because I did that for a while. Was that the spirit Tomb? No, that was the, that was
0: the Stunfisk.
1: Oh boy. Oh my gosh. I like how we talk about those two phases of your life, like they're X's or something like that. Like, was, that yeah. was that the time when you were walking that Stunfisk? I, or... let me go, look, I have no, two go no, 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 no. that
0: I've walked at, three, at 350 kilometers each. But have and they I'm met? the spirit Tomb? Huh? <laughs> But have they met? No. <laughs> no, they have not. Oh, good. That'd be they're kept apart by other stun fists. <laughs> in my
1: story. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Ruby or Sapphire, the choice is yours. Valentine's Day brings the gift of gifting gifts. This upcoming Research Day is a little fishy. Get ready. Rayquaza is back to breaking swipe the internet. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast. It's episode two hundred and twenty-four. It's January thirty-first, yet another Tuesday evening. I'm your host Chris, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host Kyle. Hiya. Hey, Kyle. How you doing this week? I'm all right. Or no, so, so you keeping you keeping the same level as last week? Then right? Did I say all right last week? Or did I, I say think okay. you did. Apparently keep track. Uh, Hey, I'm the person that that listens to it 50 more times after you say it. So I hope out of the two of us that I would be able to remember, but you know (laughs) who can say? Anyway, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. We've got a news jam-packed episode for you. Lots of interesting things are happening, and lots of new things have come up since the last time we recorded. Uh, but before we get started here, a quick shout out to a new patron of ours, but not a uh, not a new name to the to the show. Uh, shout out to our favorite listener, Drew, too. Uh, that is their name. So if it uh, drew, if you if you want, I'll say it. Our favorite listener, our favorite listener, Drew, Two. There you go. Uh so Mr. Kyle, we set some goals last week. Let's let's get these out of the way, shall we? I'm very excited to share how poorly I did with you. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. So just to sort of recap, we we've we've gotten into the crackling voltage event. Um, and so that's in full swing, so to speak. And we set some goals kind of around that in previous conversations. So did you get any mega-level progress? We're talking like just one mega evolution. I
0: did. I did it every day that it made sense to some Pokemon. I don't have like a lot of mega energy to do it every day, but everybody else working on it. I even nice. did mega evolutions for Pokemon. I hadn't done yet for my decks.
1: Oh, very nice. Very nice. I got to say, you know, since that episode came out, people have been sharing their mega decks. with yeah. And I feel less bad.
0: <laughs> I think I think my favorite so far. uh I, th- I think it was defy. And she's like, here's all my megas. I
1: only have one mega three, though. Yeah, yeah all right yeah. let's go yeah, that's good that's good, that's good. <laughs> awesome uh what about buddy progress any yeah any work there cool. yeah
0: slowly but surely slowly but surely what
1: well, buddy is this again is this your third gengar
0: no third gengar is already done this is oh. my hundo
1: shand one of my hundo chandelures oh that's right lumiere i keep forgetting Lumiere. Yes. Uh, and then something extraordinary extraordinary
0: so I made a miscalculation on this one. Oh, I, I, I finished the step that I was on. Okay. And then I got my Caldeo for that. But the last step is not a gimme, which is what I'd said. Oh, no. It requires catching fighting type Pokemon.
1: Oh, hmm. I, you know, I could see why you might have trouble with that right now.
0: <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is not good. And then I found three Gunk in a row. And I'm oh, like, hold on. And then I haven't seen one. And I haven't seen one since I got to that stage. They threw you so on four fighting types. Oh my god. <laughs> out gosh. of fifteen.
1: Well, I feel for you. Hopefully, uh well, you know what you could do? You could go ahead and search out some some rocket grunts.
0: <laughs> I would rather not.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm just saying the path to success is laid before you. Oh my god. But uh that... maybe it's time to make a picnic instead. <laughs> all right. So that's two out of three for you. That ain't bad. That ain't bad at all. Uh, For myself, I wanted to catch one general shiny. I'm very happy to report that I did catch one shiny helioptile. I love that shiny. It is so good looking. Big fan. Good lord. What?
0: It's a good lord.
1: It's orange. It's great. I know the fact
0: that you got it.
1: Yes. Very happy about that. Encounter a Galarian bird. That would have required me to actually follow through on my personal goal of doing some more adventure. uh, Incense time (laughs) uh it's been really cold and my my, yes my time outside has been relegated almost exclusively to moving snow for about four of those days um and then it was like below freezing and the dogs didn't want to be outside so (laughs) i didn't i didn't do very many of those let's just say and then shiny tapu coco i've done at least 20 of those raids um and no shiny for me that's probably within realistic rates I will continue to try until, I well, guess, he's gone tomorrow, right? So tonight's like my last try. We'll see. So one, one out of three. You just hold on to that belt, Kyle. Okay, uh, just barely, just barely. Yeah, if I had gotten a little bit, a little bit luckier with those tapu cocoa rolls, mm, we would have been tied. <laughs> yep, great. So I think that's, I think that's pretty much it. Anything else notable for the week so far for you?
0: No, very little Pokemon Go with the fact that it's been zero degrees for the last four days. Very true. What do you uh,
1: what else are you playing right now? then if not, Pokemon Go
0: uh, in terms of mobile games, n- not a whole lot. I- I'm playing AFK Arena in mm-hmm. my free time and uh, Genshin Impact, which I've never stopped playing.
1: And that's, <laughs> that's, that's true. kind of you've about taken it. breaks, but you've always I have taken like a games. break. Yes. Yeah. There was a point in time when Kyle and I were hanging out in the evening, and he was like, "Hold on, give me like thirty minutes, and you knock out these dailies, and then we would go do something." Uh, it doesn't take very long to do those yeah, dailies. Yeah, it doesn't
0: until you do the story mode, because then a story mode quest in Genshin Impact takes like four hours because oh it's got two and a half hours of voice acted cutscenes <laughs> that you can't skip. That you can't skip. Oh no! <laughs> you you can make them go faster than they otherwise would, but you can't yeah. skip them entirely.
1: Bummer, or maybe not. I'm happy those voice actors are getting heard at the very least. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I've been filling my time with Forspoken that just came out this week. It's been, uh, it's been interesting. i been heard bad things about that. Yeah, one. lots of bad things on the internet about that game. But you know me, I find joy in all things. Uh, and <laughs> I'm having a good time. <laughs> I really hate that I dislike, or sorry, I really hate that I like games people don't like. <laughs> it's a It's a curse. Anyway. Uh, Why don't we hop into the news then? Yo, what up? It's the news. All right. So we got some updates to the Hoenn tour. There's updates to the Las Vegas experience. And there's also an update to the global event experience as well. So first we'll knock out the Las Vegas updates since those are coming first. Uh, They added a couple of little like boxes with images. You've seen it. You've seen the (laughs) blog. They added some more. Um, a coded quest. Secret codes will be hidden throughout Sunset Park. Find them to earn the chance for encounters with legendary Pokemon. That's the Reggies. It's the Reggies. The, the three images they showed were like the Reggie faces. This night we were wondering how they were going to fit the Reggies in there. So, so that's good. The that yeah. an answer. I'm hoping that this is an interactive thing that you can kind of like do throughout the day instead of just like one 30 minute uh you know thrust of effort and you're done right like it's it's just gonna be like another field research i'm sure okay all right fine (laughs) take it maybe it's in like an ar task of taking pictures of of the codes in places that'd be interesting (laughs) and of course the ruby versus sapphire challenge this is the part of the event that was not yet revealed but we all knew was was coming if it was going to follow suit with the previous events Uh, The last go tours, I should say. As the Earth and Sea clash, which side will you stand with? All trainers will be able to pick between a Ruby and Sapphire badge. The team you pick will shape certain in-person Pokemon encounters. Each hour, you can complete field research, special field research on behalf of your team. Depending on which team completes more field research, all trainers will see increased primal raids for either Primal Kyogre, Sapphire, or Primal Groudon, Ruby. Plus, an increased chance of encountering additional wild Pokemon. The badge trainers pick at Pokemon Go Tour Ho in Las Vegas will carry over to the global events the following weekend. So, if you are going to the Vegas event, you don't get to play both sides. If you pick Ruby version, you will be stuck with that also the following weekend for the global version. Now, I just kind of want to pump the brakes for a second, Kyle. how do you feel about that? I feel like that's throwing free to play players sort of a bone so that you don't get to see both sides, but at the same time, like how much more value are you getting out of it, really? I mean, I, I was expecting this to be the case, but
0: what the value is what? Five potential shinies, really? like yeah, that's, and the, that's and the where badge, it breaks down to, I guess. Well, yeah, the Brad the badge is probably just to keep it really clean cuz it'd be kind of messy if they could let people get both badges for the event.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: I mean, yeah, it's it, interesting. I'm, I don't feel too strongly about it. It's really what I would expect. It would be it would feel bad if you got both for going to Las Vegas. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, that would definitely feel uh pay to win to the max if we were to imagine that. <laughs> in this case so anyway for the for the primal surge stuff when we're doing these field research tasks every hour um, if you are on ruby team and ruby team well actually sorry not if you're on ruby team if you're on either team and ruby team uh, wins for that particular hour the additional wild encounters you will both see in the wild are Plusle, volbeat trap inch rock and sunny cast form they're all like red orange pokemon uh, inversely if you are on sapphire team and you win or if you're on both teams, <laughs> if Sapphire team wins, the additional wild encounters will include Minin, Illumize, Whalmer, Lunatone, and Rainy Castform. Bluish, whitish Pokemon. So thought, because now you've made me read it differently. I
0: thought the only bonus was which primal raid spawned more and that the version exclusive had different spawns because that's how the last two have done it.
1: Right. Yeah. So the way the it's way that is, the way
0: that you're saying it's red, because I, I think the writing, the way it's written, is ambiguous. Yeah. Is that whoever wins causes what to spawn? In which case, it doesn't matter which team you pick because you get access to both spawns.
1: Are these also the list of the exclusive spawns?
0: I'm. They haven't teams? said anything. They haven't said anything else exclusive until
1: now. So the idea here is to complete your Pokedex, right? And in the mm-hmm. past, they've encouraged you to do some trading. And I think this is their way around that. So if you are playing by yourself, there is still a path to success for you. So if these are going to spawn exclusively in order to help you complete your Pokedex, right, then uh, based on the global challenges, it's chances are that during the global event, you'll have a chance to see them, right? i yeah i don't That's know my it's my thinking or i'm wrong and it's well it's limited. kind of weird
0: because of all the times to encourage trading at your in-person event is the one to encourage that
1: oh yeah definitely but i haven't even seen anything about unless it was right at the beginning and i've forgotten additional special trades and stuff like that i'm i'm assuming I that don't has remember, to, honestly that has to be i thing. would assume but yeah Anyway, that's the way that I've read it. Um, and that's the way that I kind of problem solved around why that might be the case as opposed to the other one. But if, you know, if it is as your interpretation is, um, that would also work. It would just be more complicated for people to finish their Pokedex if they're starting from scratch, I think.
0: I'd be interested to hear what other people had read it as, because that's just how I read it at first. But then when you described it, I'm like, oh that is another way of reading this.
1: Yeah. Like it's valid. I just. And we're circling back to this problem of communication and clarity. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like whoever
0: wrote this thought they were being very clear though. So like they needed more proofreading.
1: Like for me, the way that it's read though, I mean, I I did not interpret it any other way. Plus an an increased chance of encountering additional wild Pokemon. So I don't know. Anyway, there's also going to be Pikachu wearing Brendan's hat and May's bow that can be encountered in the wild. This is uh, similar to what we had last time, except this time it's not every single starter with both types of hats. <laughs> that was one difficult collection to do to keep straight. And since then, you can tell it's, it's complicated and frustrating because when I go to do mass transfers in my storage, I almost delete them every time. <laughs> They're very close. Uh, we're also going to be seeing an an increase to Pokemon storage and item bag capacity available for purchase in the shop. Uh, they're going to increase both by fifty.
0: Oh, don't break the bank!
1: I know, honestly. <laughs> I need to. I need Science. to clear my inventory. I would play. Right now. I, sorry, I would pay for more. You just have to offer it.
0: They know that, but it's it may it gives it value, like. Every time they want to make more money, I guess. they just increase the storage by 100 because they know 2 million players are going to buy it.
1: Very true. But very if they went
0: ahead and increased the storage by like 10,000 right now, probably like 10,000 players would buy all of it. And then other players would slowly buy how much they need over time with yeah. three coins.
1: So this level of like it, it mixes novelty and scarcity when they do it like this, right? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but let's talk about the global events update. This is pretty cool. And we did touch on this lightly uh, last week with Steve when we covered this event. Latios and Latias may appear in photobombs during the global event for their respective teams. So if you are uh, on the Ruby team, Latios is the potential. And for Sapphire, it's Latias. So that solves the mystery of those two. They'll also be available in Mega Raids. So not here's, during this event. Here's a question. Yes. Do photobombs have a minimum level?
0: Does this does this mean something? I don't remember. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't I don't do enough photobombs to actually pay attention to it cuz I don't think they do either, which means is. this is your chance to get a low level Latios or Latias depending on your version.
1: Oh, are you, you're wondering if the Pokemon that you get would have open roll, yeah. or if it has an IV floor. Oh, I thought you are asking, like, can, can Trainers Level 5 and no, Up photo? No. Okay, gotcha. No, I'm gotcha. talking
0: about, like, the level yeah. of the Pokemon itself. Uh, not even the IVs,
1: just the level. Yeah, the, these should have um, full, full spreads available for them on IVs. Just like we had with the Legendary Beasts last year. That's interesting. That'll be wild. I wonder and if there's a limit to it's how many bumps bombs yeah so that's true so hopefully this will this will bring them uh make make them less rare than legendary dogs but hopefully easier to to get more encounters i have no idea but we'll we'll see how it shakes out i hope we actually get to catch one this time that'd be nice (laughs) all right next event here and this one's actually a little bit further in the future but it is really exciting and all the details are already posted Primal Rumblings, trainers, oodles of Pokemon first discovered in the Hoenn region, including Primal Kyogre and Primal Groudon, will make appearances during Pokemon Go Tour Hoenn global. So take the opportunity to stock up on catching supplies and familiarize yourself with some returning friends during the Primal Rumblings event. This event is going to be in just under a month starting on uh, Wednesday, February 22nd at 10 a.m. to Friday, February 24th at 10 p.m. local time. It will feature a a variety of wild encounters. Uh, all three of the starters, Wormple, Wishmer Nummel, Barboach, all three of the middle evolutions of the starters, and Absol. If you're looking to get some candy for Absol. Uh, the bonus will be two times experience for evolving Pokemon. One star raids will feature the three starters. Three star raids will feature the three middle evolutions of oh the my starters. God. Uh, which by the way cannot be shiny. When the initial yep. blog yep. went up, this is the second time it's happened in recent memory. It, they were listed as shiny. The middle evolutions cannot be shiny in the raids. So Yep. Yeah, there's that. But you, you're not you're not losing it. It definitely showed as shiny when you first looked at it, but it wasn't <laughs> anymore. <laughs> uh five star raids will feature Rayquaza, which is really the big thing here. And mega raids, Latias and Latios are coming back to those. Additionally, there's a featured attack debut. And out of all these Pokemon, the best one to pick. Rayquaza, encountered in raids from Wednesday, February 22nd to Wednesday, uh, March 1st, uh, local time, 10 a.m., will know the charged attack Breaking Swipe, which in Trainer Battles does 50 power, and this move decreases your opponent's attack stat when used. And in Gyms and Raids is 35 power. It's a dragon-type move. Yes. Yeah. It is. Yes. Very interesting. So yeah. Burying the lead here a little bit. Rayquaza back in five star rates. Yeah. Big, big deal. Big deal. You want to farm that for sure. Especially with this move. Uh, field research tasks. Complete the research tasks to earn items that will help you prepare for the upcoming Pokemon Go Tour and Global. Collection challenge. Yep. Do it. You'll get ultra balls on a rocket radar. There will be event stickers. Uh, that you can receive by spinning Pokestops Stops and opening gifts. Apparently, they will not be available for purchase in the in-game shop. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Uh, strange. Hmm. Uh, so that's that's pretty much it. It's a small, condensed, but very, very um, high-value in some aspects event. Kyle, what are your thoughts on Primal Rumblings? It's
0: it's another Rayquaza weekend. I just think that's funny.
1: That's all. It sure it's, is.
0: But it's so But it's Wednesday,
1: favorites. Thursday, Friday. <laughs> yeah, but like weekend, but you know. Yeah, I know, I know it's a it's, time it's slot, it's the same week. You know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Why is it on Wednesday? Well, it's on Wednesday because of the lead up to the Right. the right. Las Vegas go uh, you know, home tour. But whatever. It's
1: No, it's actually for it's this the next week. It's after that cuz for uh, the global tour, sorry. Yeah, right? Vegas is 18, 19. This is 22, yeah, so it this is, is from the global. Yeah, that's right still
0: i don't know it's kind of weird i i like rayquaza what's there not to like i don't know but i don't believe breaking swipe is going to do anything for rayquaza in particular Mm. but a lot of pokemon can learn this move in the main series games so that has potential in the future
1: it sure does and decreasing your opponent's attack stat when used is cool
0: yeah, it's a it's a guaranteed decrease, right? Yes, 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 it
1: is. Yes it is which is always high value. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll have to see what the PvPers have to say about that one. But I don't think in gyms and raids it's going to like replace your outrage spam no, anytime soon. No. So there's that. Exciting stuff. Get your Rayquaza on. So let's talk about uh, this February content update that was just pushed relatively recently. Uh, it's. It's a pretty full month, and, and as it should be. There's a a, a tour, <laughs> Owen tour. So in five star raids from February 1st to February 8th, we're looking at Registeel. Uh, it, Tapu Lele will be following after February 8th to the 15th. This is kind of a spoiler for the next section, but Tapu Lele will be shiny available at that time. <laughs> February 15th through the 22nd will be Regirock, and then the 22nd through the 1st will be Rayquaza. So it does appear okay. that Rayquaza will be hanging out for longer than... A, a, a little bit longer, yeah, yes. Yeah, a little bit longer. That's good. Mega Rates. We're seeing Mega Gengar in that first week slot, so the 1st uh, through the 8th. Mega Guar- Guardevoir, Gardevoir Gu- Guardevoir. <laughs> Guardevoir is making its debut. This is another spoiler. In the 2nd week, from the 8th to the 15th, then Mega Pidgeot is in raids. Let's go <laughs> from the 15th to the 22nd. And then as we mentioned, Mega Latios and Latias are part of that Primal Rumblings event, but they will also be hanging out until the 1st. Then, like we said, Pokemon Go Hoenn Global is happening this week. February 25th and the 26th, five-star raids will feature all of the Deoxys forms, the Deoxys, and Primal Raids will be replacing Mega Raids during this period of time. Uh, for Kyogre and Groudon, of course. There's also like some events happening. We've actually already mentioned one of them. The first event uh, that's actually already happened was Crackling Voltage. It's happening until the 5th. Uh, sorry, that's the Team Go Rocket Takeover portion of it or parts of it. Uh, on February 5th is Community Day. That's this Sunday. Valentine's Day event, which we'll get to next, is from the 8th to the 14th. On the 11th, we'll also get to this in a minute here, Love Disc Limited Research Let's go. We love our research days. February 12th is Go Battle Day, Volpix. February 22nd through the 24th is Primal Rumblings, like we said. And the 25th to 26th is the Go Tor Hoenn Global. I think the only other things listed here that we have yet to touch on, oh, yes, research breakthroughs. Oh. It has not changed during not changed. this season. It's the same same possibility of the six Pokemon. Do
0: you remember which one you got last? Gumi. I got a fur-fru.
1: Oh, nice. Was it shiny? No. Great. (laughs) That feels good. (laughs) Um, One
0: thing to note, it's Love Disc limited research, not a research day. So that's not go gather research to get Love Disc. That's Here's a limited research with like 25 Love Disc encounters for doing the tasks. Like we had for Galarian Meowth. A, lowly, a lowly meowth, I don't remember which it was a, a meowth, right? Oh. So that's not I'm, what it says. It says it says limited research. That's
1: that's yeah, the but difference. but in the event description it says limited field research tasks will be available when you spin photo discs at Pokestop's. Comp- okay, those well those then they're cha- they're disc. changing the name. Fair enough. I, I think you're right. There's a couple of things in here. Oh man, I have a long laundry list of formatting issues with some of these blogs. <laughs> Can I, can I say one? Just one? Just limit to one. Okay. When they list raids, when they list rates, okay? One star raids. You're looking at the notes right now. The way that it's written is the way that it is formatted this time. The O in one is capitalized. The S in star is capitalized. They are hyphenated, and the R in raids is capitalized. Every other blog post, only the O is capitalized. The <laughs> S is not, and the R is not. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> bothers me personally for some reason, but yeah. <laughs> well, now I've got to go
0: d- double check what we called the previous research dates cuz now I think I'm wrong and I can't remember. I'll I'll have to check when we're done here.
1: Yeah, cuz I think limited research means that you can get it at a certain time and sp- special means that it has a time limit,
0: right? I don't remember it saying I don't remember it saying limited research day. I feel like it was
1: just research day initially. I don't know. Could be. Could be. Who knows? We'll get to it in a minute though, all the same. Lastly, the raid hours. On February 1st is Registeel. On February 8th is Tapu Lele. On February 16th, sorry, 15th is Regirock. And on the twenty-second will be Rayquaza. Uh, save all of those uh, shekels for Rayquaza, why don't you? Spotlight hour, February seventh, Pidgey. Everybody did rejoice. Woobat, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day, Woobat. February 21st, Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff, (laughs) Jigglypuff. I would love Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. And uh, February 28th is Slack Off. Um, Two times Candy. Sorry, two times Experience Revolving for Pidgey. Two times Stardust for Catching for Woobat. Two times XP for Catching uh, Jigglypuff. And two times Candy for Catching on Slack Off. If that is appealing to anybody, I'm happy to see Pidgey. Let me tell you.
0: <laughs> I am slightly annoyed with Pidgey because it's also at the same time as two times evolve experience. Ah. But like, You want to catch the Pidgey to evolve the Pidgey, but uh-huh. you want to spend your time catching the Pidgey. But you also want to spend your time evolving.
1: Or do 45 and 15.
0: They, But no, because <laughs> then you get like nothing for one or the other because evolving true. takes so long. That's true. They should have been on different days see what you, could, you should have been before the evolution hour
1: what you could do kyle is you could mark this in your calendar this one is dedicated to catching And the next year when you see it that one's dedicated to evolving
0: next year it's, it's a, a, every month we get one
1: yeah i know but maybe it's not pidgey
0: i mean no it's not it doesn't need to be pidgey. oh you're
1: hoping it's not Pidgey. oh that's right i guess that makes sense yeah just catch all the Pidgey this time you'll you'll get your worth out of it i
0: will be sitting in this chair recording a podcast that week so
1: oh and every spotlight hour i forgot about how our lives work but i could
0: evolve things
1: that's true (laughs) okay anyway the last event that we're going to talk about here is valentine's day 2023 we do have details for it. So, trainers, are you ready for fun this Valentine's Day? We have some sweet treats in store for you. Mega Gardevoir will make its Pokémon Go debut in Mega Raids and for the first time in Pokémon Go, you'll be able to encounter shiny Frillish and shiny Tapu Lele if you're lucky. Again, with the double shiny debut. Very interesting. We're kind of accelerating our timeline here, aren't we? A little strange. Uh yeah. Yeah. But hey, shiny Frillish Johnny French, that's right. Uh the Valentine's Day event, like we mentioned, runs from Wednesday, February eighth to Tuesday, February fourteenth at eight PM local time. Mega Gardevoir debuts in raids. Uh if you catch a Gardevoir or a Gallade um or evolve them during this event, they will know synchronize which is like a worse psychic.
0: Don't do that. Don't evolve one, <laughs> please.
1: Or do it for the collection if you're missing it. But yeah, it's unfortunately we can't be like, oh, it's good. Get it. Yeah, it's
0: not good. It needs a rebalance. I don't know why they haven't rebalanced it at this point. But yeah, it definitely does. It
1: either needs to like do less damage and do an effect or do more damage.
0: Yeah, it just like it needs something, anything. I don't know what it does in the main series games, but anything.
1: Yeah. Bonuses for this event. Two times Stardust from opening gifts. And lure modules activated during the event will last for two hours. Pretty sweet. It's a strange one to see, but hey. Timed research. Lovely wishes. Uh, Trainers will be able to access branching timed research that grants their wish for a bonus. We've seen this, but the bonus is a little bit different this time. It'll either award extra XP for catching, extra candy for catching, or increase the duration of daily adventure incense. I am so incredibly offended. I uh, there am, is no hatching bonus. I, that's what you're offended by. Okay. I'm upset. Okay, yeah.
0: fine. That's fine. I thought you were gonna be. I'm offended by the fact that the daily adventure incense is here. Who's asking for that? I need oh, to know.
1: I gotta tell you, uh, I watched a Mystic Seven video recently, and him. It, it, it was him. <laughs> He's like, this is the best one. And he chose it. So I was like, oh. God. I have to reconsider this, maybe. I don't know. No, no, I like no. Hang on. Moment. I,
0: I feel like, I feel like, at the end of that video, he's like, "No, it was not a good." I don't know why I made the decision, or maybe I saw no, him say it on Twitter. But I don't think so. it's bad. Don't, don't take that one, please.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it bad that that's probably the one I'm going to take out of these three? I don't need the yes. other ones. Get really. the extra candy. It's just mm. objectively better. But if I'm trying for the Galarian birds and what if the weather is nice next week? But week you're yesterday? still not gonna be walking. But what if the weather's nice in two weeks?
0: That that's still uh, my statement stands. It also doesn't even say how long. Is it gonna be like a hundred percent increase? In which case are you really gonna go oh, walk yeah. for thirty minutes straight?
1: Yeah. What what it's been is it's it's uh increased to thirty over fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's- mm-hmm. Anyway, as the blog says, the path you choose will determine which bonuses and tasks you have for the event. No matter which wish you pick, all trainers will complete the research. Sorry, who complete the research? No, we will. (laughs) We have to. Who complete the research will receive items and have the opportunity to encounter frillish. Again, the word opportunity used in place of the word privilege. (laughs) A global Valentine's challenge in celebration of Valentine's Day. A global challenge will take place throughout the event. Work with other trainers around the world by sending gifts to your friends. If trainers send enough gifts, you'll unlock a bonus for all trainers for the remainder of the event. Okay. The goal for this event is to send 100 million gifts. 100 million gifts. Kyle, you and I will send probably one.
0: Being generous.
1: Yes. That's right. To that one person. I'll open some (laughs) gifts. So people,
0: more people can send them.
1: Yeah. I'll hope it's <laughs> fine. Uh, the global bonus, if we do achieve this for the remainder of the event, will be three times transfer candy and two times transfer candy XL for trainers level 31 and up. So maybe you do want to pair it with the candy catching bonus. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm a caller
0: right now. It's going to take us four days to get to that global goal. You think so? Yeah. I think it's so, going to be available the last two days of this event. You can send
1: 100 gifts a day, right? Yes, you can. So that would only mean 100, sorry, a million people need to do it. That's a lot. Once. That is First a lot of off. people. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Also, I've I've heard from other people that do gift a lot that it's not the sending them. It's a problem. It's getting other people to open so you can send yep. is the problem, which is why everybody's always like, Chris, open your gifts. Kyle, you haven't opened up a gift from 1987. Leave me alone. <laughs> Um, form change will be available for the duration of the event. You'll be able to change your natural form fur to heart trim fur It's a cool looking trim. If you're into collecting the fur this is a good chance to, to grab this one. Wild encounters include a uh, Nidoran female and Nidoran male. Skitty, Volbeat, Iliumize, wubat, Frillish. Um, I believe wild encounters, it's just the female Frillish. Flabebe uh, for, you know, one of the three colors based on your region. Furfru, Morlul, Chansey, Odno, mola. And then everybody globally has a chance in addition to their regional Flabebe to catch a white Flabebe or an orange Flabebe as well. There's going to be a seven kilometer egg pool shakeup. Oh Woo! Boy. It's going to have Lickitung, Smoochum, Happiny, both of the frillishes, and mola in it. That'll be kind of a happy, fun... Shiny hunting pool. Yeah, it's not bad for 7k pools. That's not bad. I want a shiny frillish. Yeah, this might be the way for you to do that, to be honest with you. And I you know there's I'm not no way it says either.
0: male and female, but they're going to share the same rate. And so that's a one in five, even if it was equally distributed.
1: No way. Do they have separate dex entries? No. Same, same It's, same it's a, picture, Yeah, right?
0: it's a gendered. It's a gender button.
1: Yeah. Interesting. So you're probably right. <laughs> you're probably <laughs> they, right. they have to differentiate because <laughs> they just throw both <laughs> of the <laughs> pictures up there. They're yeah. different. Yeah, like, ah, oh, but one's pink, one's blue. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh in raids, one-star raids will feature chancy Shinks, Furfru, and Esper. Three star raids, Niddle Queen, Niddle King, milk Miltank, and Glade. Five Star Raids, Tapu Lele with the brand new Shiny Chance, and Mega Raids, Mega Gardevoir. Yeah. Field Research Tasks. Uh, you can have encounters with Pikachu, Eevee, Ralts, Love Disc, Hippo Potatoes, Hippo Quotas, both of the Frillishes, Litleo, Chansey, Spinda with a Heart Pattern, Combee, Odno, Elomomola, and more lol. If you're looking for the chase in this group, it's, unless you have a bunch, Spinda with a Heart Pattern, I think. Uh, it's really not offered any other time or during any other event. So if you collect, now's the time to look for that spin. spin. That to task. That being said, please be a nice community member. And if you find a Pokestop with it, make sure you report it to your local community.
0: <laughs> what yeah, do you think? F- 14 different Pokemon in field research tasks. It's a huge that's pool. 13 if you count Frillish together, I, I suppose. It's a lot. It's a gigantic pool. It is. Spinda can be shiny.
1: Yeah, I Spinda believe. can be shiny.
0: So shiny heart pattern Spinda is probably the rarest
1: Spinda. So. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. It's I a haven't kept up with the Spinda rotations since like the first year they were introduced. I,
0: they have not released that many new Spindas, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I think there's only like 20 in the game or something like that. I, I think that heard. might
0: even be too many. I don't know. Might be. I haven't done a Spinda field research task in like two years
1: yeah they're tough they're tough and they're rare
0: they are way too rare at this point
1: you know i suppose if maybe you and i did more field research tasks maybe we'd feel differently but i do a lot when i go out and play like on community days and stuff like that and then after the fact when i'm getting all the regular tasks and things like that on the way home i still don't see them yeah, it's it's not very common
0: i think they should start making it more common now especially with
1: how into her, Agreed. coming and going. Agreed. So, yes, sir. But hey, it wouldn't be an event without an avatar items and stickers update. A new frillish themed top in glasses will be available in the in-game shop, and stickers will be available in the usual ways. This time, you can purchase them in addition to gain them from gifts and spinning poker stops. Have you seen the frillish avatar items yet, Kyle?
0: No, I haven't.
1: This, the glasses are like half pink, half blue in their color, and I believe the top is like a jacket with like they're both of them embroidered in the breast pocket area, something like that. It looks pretty Looks pretty. slick. I like the glasses. They're fun.
0: One, one day I'll change my outfit,
1: but that's one not today. One day. <laughs> Have you seen my avatar recently, by the way? Uh,
0: probably, probably not in like a week or two.
1: I, I got to tell you, I found this um, new combination of headwear to be very, very good. It's the the Lugia mask. Yeah. It's the sole Galeo hat. Yeah. And the Santa beard.
0: <laughs> okay. I haven't seen it since you put on the Santa beard then.
1: I <laughs> look like a monster. I,
0: I feel like the only thing that's going to get me to change my outfit is if like when they introduce Age Slash if they give me some kind of like sword and shield of age slash oh.
1: to like put on my back
0: or like a hold backpack. in my hand or yeah. like a hat or something.
1: Yeah. An age slash backpack like writes itself. Yeah. 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 I'd, be, I'd no be for that. Oh, me too. Oh, my goodness. Last thing about this Valentine's day event though, is uh, that there is a, a love disc limited research day Saturday, February 11th from two to 5 PM local time. Uh, limited field research tasks will be available when you spin focus uh photos, discs. Photo discs. <laughs> Why is this so difficult for me to say? At Pokestops, complete them to encounter Love Disc, and you'll have an increased chance of encountering Shiny Love Disc during this event period. In addition, the wild encounters will be you know shaken up a little bit. You'll see Slowpoke, Ligatong, Miltank, Lilip, Phoebus, Spritzy, Fomantis, hello, and Aloma Mola slap fish themselves yep fish like F- fish fish-esque yeah so there's that that's the entire valentine's event the valentine's event is is sprawling it's huge there's so much detail in this post uh, so i'm hoping that since it's gonna be for like a week it'll be pretty pretty killer any highlights for you kyle I think something worth highlighting
0: is I think this is only the second time we've ever seen transfer candy XL bonus, unless I'm mistaken. The first time was for Shinx Community Day, and people have been begging for it back since then. Hmm. Maybe I've missed one in between there, but I don't think I have.
1: No, it's I think, I think you're right. So, I think it's only been on uh, catching. Yeah, and so that's why I think.
0: That's why my initial guess that it was going to take 4 days to complete the goal because we all know that they just kind of
1: move that slider along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I think and, you're right. That's a good call out.
0: I'm I'm really excited for shiny frillish, but I am not going to be hatching eggs, so I'm probably not going to see too many of them depending on how rare that
1: research task is. I'm hoping that the 7k pool it's doing well.
0: <laughs> Maybe maybe i'll give it like a day and see what people are reporting the rates for and if the frillish are really common
1: i'll hatch some eggs yeah because you get a lot of steps at work it's not like you couldn't hatch if you wanted to you just don't want to yeah
0: yeah absolutely it's just just a free incubator life
1: well if i'm suddenly blessed with 18 shiny frillish from seven kilometer eggs i'll save you a (laughs) pair okay oh my god (laughs) The, the female shiny frillish is so good What color is that one changing to? It's like red, red, orange. Oh, and then uh, is the other one green? Yeah. The male is green. Yeah, I can see that one coming a mile away. (laughs) 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 All right. Anyway, that's a good note to end the news on. Lots of exciting stuff. February is looking good, and uh, Hoenn Tour is going to be a good time, both in Vegas and globally. So uh, looking forward to some more clarification on details around that. I think that's it. So we'll move right into gear up then. I'm
0: not your buddy guy. Or this week on gear up, we're going to be talking about the buddy system. And a lot of people are like, oh, come on, buddies. Well, it occurs to me sometimes every once in a while that there's a lot of stuff in the game that we kind of just take for granted. We just interact with it all the time. So it just makes sense. We just say things and people understand it. But not everybody is that way. And it occurred to me today when I made a comment on Discord, I was like, wait, even we might not understand the buddy system necessarily as we made a a small error in how something worked. So we're going to go over it real quick. This is all mostly straightforward, just going to kind of work through it to present the information for everybody to use as you will. But why use the buddy system? First off, what is the buddy system? You can... Go on your profile and you can select a buddy to walk with you. And every buddy is a little bit different, either in terms of size, in terms of distance you need to walk. Sometimes you hold it in your hand. Sometimes they go on your shoulder. All that's just kind of for your own aesthetic. Sometimes they out.
1: are
2: big. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I still want extra small pee that's like disappearing into your arms. <laughs>
1: Yeah, i i do i uh, they I, the inverse to me is the best i want that thing to be as big as me <laughs> <laughs> but why use this system
0: the first one is candy this is the most obvious benefit i think for a majority of players at increments of one three five and twenty kilometers walked with that buddy you earn a candy and the distance walked depends on the pokemon's rarity super common pokemon like Magikarp is one kilometer, Pidgey, Rattata, stuff like that. Three kilometers, slightly more rare, stuff like all of the starters are in three kilometers. Five kilometers are for the more rare Pokemon, stuff like pseudo-legendaries fall into that category. And 20 kilometers is all legendary and mythical Pokemon. Uh, No exceptions there, I believe.
1: Hey, is it time that we revisit that number? Should that be 10? 20 just seems ridiculous now I mean 20 is ridiculous
0: but it's ridiculous on purpose they don't want you to walk a legendary (laughs) like that's the point
1: Uh, yeah that's fair I get that
0: so should it be 10 probably should it have been 10 originally probably match the Hmm. match the eggs or something like that but bring it down to 12 let's go make it uncomfortable for everybody match the 12k eggs (laughs) As long as it's not,
1: like, 11. Like, <laughs> I can live with 12. 12 is okay. Special event-exclusive like
0: egg, yeah. 6.75 kilometers. <laughs> when put in a super incubator, goes down to 2.125. Oh,
1: my gosh, please. <laughs> my bones ate.
0: <laughs> That's actually wrong. Double that, and it would be that a super wrong. incubator. Anyways, don't worry about yeah, it, good enough. Of course, with candy, there's also XL candy. And the way it works for your buddy is every time you walk and earn a candy from your buddy, whatever distance you have to walk, there's a chance to get an XL candy. That chance goes up the higher level your buddy is, which is to say the Pokemon level. So if your buddy is level, I believe it's 35 is when your odds stop going up. I don't have the math in front of me but i believe at level 35 you have a 75 percent chance of getting an xl candy which is that's pretty good that ain't bad so if you're walking for xl candy don't be like me and walk 250 kilometers and do it with a level 20 buddy because i did that
1: for a while was that the spirit zoom?
0: no that was the that was the stun fisk
1: <laughs> oh boy oh my gosh I like how we talk about those two phases of your life like they're exes or something like that. Like, was, that <laughs> was that the time when you were walking that stun fist? Crowd I let me go Look, I have no, two no, stun no, no, fists no.
0: that I've walked at, three, at hundred fifty kilometers each. But have they met? The spirit tomb. Huh? <laughs>
1: but have they met?
0: No, no, they have not. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. They're awkward. kept apart by other stun fists in my inventory.
1: <laughs> other <stun> fists. <laughs>
0: uh, moving on, though, to what else you get out of the buddy system, you get mega energy. And this is only if you've Mega Evolved a Pokemon of the same family, you will get Mega Energy at the rate of five energy per kilometer walked, paid out when you earn a candy as well. So, for example, if you have Mega Evolved a Charizard, any Charizard anywhere, and your buddy is a Charmander, you'll get 15 Mega Energy and one candy every three kilometers walked with a chance of getting an XL candy. The distinction is only if you've mega evolved it. So, if you've never done a Charizard, you won't get any mega energy for that Charmander. And it applies for all Pokemon. I wish there's some Pokemon I need a few more mega energy for that I need to, I wish I could watch. Mm-hmm. And then, lastly, there's buddy friendship. Just like regular friendship in Pokemon Go, there's four levels good, great, ultra, and best. You'll earn buddy affection, which we call hearts. By completing actions with your buddy, and those amount to feeding, walking, playing, battle, taking a photo, and visiting a new place. All of this is prefaced by it has to be fed first in order to get hearts doing anything else. You get a maximum of 10 hearts per day doing these activities if you do everything. But if you feed a Poffin, which is a premium item, it leaves 100 coins, or if you have a Pokestop scanning research, you can get them for free that way. It doubles the maximum up to 20 because you get two hearts per one that you earn via each action. You can also earn three bonus hearts per day from great buddy level up if your buddy finds a present or souvenir. They they don't actually do anything, the souvenirs, they're just for collecting, which is, I've never gotten more than like two. (laughs) They always give me the same kind there's the an
1: interesting meta game to that yeah
0: yeah it's like because they're based on the region you're in or something like that too we're yeah. not going to get into that i'm not even going to mention it further on but the no not- can give you <laughs> gifts to send to people if you are not out so they can. or if you are out actually
1: they can i'm actually really glad you didn't hop into the other souvenirs because the fact that other souvenirs exist that they're geolocked is the the limit of my knowledge <laughs>
0: I mean, I was scrolling through the list. Apparently, there has been event-specific souvenirs. What? At GoFest, at Safari Zone Taipei, I believe it was, or GoFest, whichever one that was. And also, GoFest 2020, you had buddy-specific souvenirs, apparently. I've
1: gotten, like, you know, torn tickets and stuff from them, but, like, that was not. Nope,
0: they have a specific one. I had the whole Wikipedia page. Anyways, we're going to move on. It's not important. If you want, you can look up that info. You don't actually get any value out of it in the game except collect. So just to bring it back, maximum of 23 hearts per day takes 300 hearts to get to ultra, to get the best. Ultra, what am I talking about? No one wants to get the best buddies. No one. No, nobody. Enter the guy with 450 best buddy ribbon on that medal. (laughs) (laughs) But you do get some bonuses for increasing your friendship level at good buddy you unlock catch assist which is if you're making a throw and your buddy's on the map and you miss the throw by the other pokemon attacking your buddy has a chance of hitting the pokemon back and guaranteeing that you have a chance of catching i should say you you won't you won't catch the pokemon it's it's kind of hit or miss on whether it gives you the bonus that you would have originally you know good great or ultra Excellent. Not
1: ultra. Too many modifiers. I can't. (laughs) These Pokemon grade adjectives are just really (laughs) getting there.
0: All right. We're almost done here. For best buddy, it gives your partner Pokemon the equivalent of two power-ups or one full level up to level 51. This is only when it's actively your buddy. So if you switch out, it loses its level up. Sorry. Not sorry. That'd be Probably a nightmare for balancing in PvP if you kept that level.
1: But if you switch it back in, it gets its power up back.
0: Yes, it'll, it will yeah. It keeps it. It's got the memory. Anyway, why does it have the memory? Because of one of the last ones, you get a best buddy ribbon. Every Pokemon gets a nice little ribbon on it when you get the best buddy, and it's in a unique spot for each one. Mm-hmm. I know there's a complete collection somewhere online. Someone was like, send in the picture of your unique best buddy ribbon, and we'll add it to the list. I think it's complete now, which is insane and lastly for just honorable mention a handful of pokemon in the game have evolution requirements that require them to be your buddy in order to complete stuff like pancham requires dark type evolutions stuff like overquill requires you to do raids there's a handful you know my gosh can you name another one chris
1: um Feedback. Feedback. you gotta get a yeah. walk Phoebus, so, uh, Spritzy, and Swirlix. Yep. Uh, Flabebe. Yeah.
0: Flabebe to
1: in so. Sorry. Yep. So but, yeah, there are others. that were just prefer forget. There's right like now. there's like
0: fifteen or twenty. I want to say I had the list and it didn't seem worth writing down. Yeah.
1: So that's that.
0: That's the buddy system in a nutshell. Don't let it out because I don't want to have to explain more details on it. <laughs>
1: yep there we go that's pretty much it yeah i think the only thing we didn't round out was the whole souvenir game but
0: yeah uh there's (sighs) one more thing you can change your buddy up to 20 times a day make of that what you will if you want to level up 20 buddies a day
1: be my guest (laughs) knock yourself out i will never (laughs) (laughs) i would never yeah i like having just one buddy at a time um and i you know Infrequently work with them, but I have been consistently working my way through best buddy and like my my perfects and stuff. How many best buddies are you sitting at? Do you remember off the top of your head? Three. Oh, <laughs> I'm at 12. <laughs>
0: yep, yeah, I, 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 have, I have three. I'm working on number four.
1: I'm not doing much better than you are right now. Let me just say that anyway. <laughs> It's Blitzel's Spotlight Hour, by the way. I opened my game to look, I was like, oh, look at all these horses. (laughs) All right, well, cool. Thank you very much, Kyle. Appreciate it. And I think that means that it's time for Pokalore. And this week for Pokalore, we're going to be covering uh, Helioptile and Heliolisk, the generator Pokemon, because new shiny and all that. First up is Helioptile. Its frills have cells that generate electricity when exposed to sunlight. This allows it to create its own energy and thrive without food in its desert home. The frills act similar to solar panels and is the source of Helioptile's electric moves. However, should this process get interrupted, Helioptile will be stressed to the point of weakness. As seen in one of its attack animations in the games, its head and frills glow with a pale yellow light when it uses certain moves. Prior to Generation 8, Electrify was its signature move. Next up is Heliolisk. Heliolisk can generate sufficient energy to power a skyscraper simply by flaring open its frill. Let's go. Green energy. When its frill is flared while it basks in the sun, it can generate enough energy, sorry, enough electricity to power an entire city. Woo! This electricity can be used to stimulate its muscles, which boost the strength in its legs. This allows it to sprint 100 yards in five seconds. 100 yards in five seconds. In Galar, there was an old desert culture that highly treasured the Heliolisk due to treasure having arrived with them. Prior to Generation 8, Electrify was its signature move. It always makes me sad when I see these posts be like, prior to this newest generation, it had a signature move. I'm like, oh man, it used to be like more unique than all that? Mm, Bummer. Stats. At level 40, the max CP for Heliolisk is 2600 clean round we love that and at 50 it messes it up Twenty nine, thirty nine. ah not even an even number (laughs) 158 stamina 168 defense and 219 attack puts it in the uh kind of mediocre category unfortunately best move set you're pretty much going for coverage here in pvp because you should not be using this in pve whatsoever so volt switch with grass knot and bulldoze is the recommended move set uh, you can, of course, revisit that with an electric charge move if you'd like. But, again, you're looking for coverage here. So, any love for this Pokemon, Kyle? Oh, one thing that is is notable is that it has a unique typing that no other Pokemon in Pokemon has. It's, it's normal electric is its dual typing. And that's... <laughs> there you go. That's unique. Yep. You bet. Yep. So, maybe bring Tackle. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't actually know what it learns. <laughs> what do you think of this Pokemon, Kyle? Do you like Helioptile, Heliolisk, or no?
0: Not particularly. I don't Aww. particularly care for it. Helioptile is kind of cute. That's about it. Also, apparently, for the sticklers out there, it is electric normal, not normal electric. Oh, electric
1: normal. Thank you. Thank you for saving me from, <laughs> from the emails. You guys can unsend them now. Uh, <laughs> thank you. It is still unique typing, though. Electric normal yes. is wild. Yeah. Um and, I really yeah. like Helioptile. I think it's cute. Looks like a looks like a like a pet puppy or a, an animal like a lop bunny rabbit or something. And Heliolisk just looks like a straight up cool looking dinosaur. It's just a lizard. I know.
0: But also I need to amend my previous comment from the last section. I have four best buddies.
1: <gasps> what well, Lumiere's not there yet. No, Lumiere is not there yet. It's, it's not Fort Gengar, is it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> Kyle it is Kyle <laughs> my my <laughs> you know this isn't a role playing game, right <laughs> it
0: my three hundo Gengars and then my shiny eighty nine that I have they're all they're all best buddy
1: so the universe has not given you a Shundo yet
0: no, no. that's what I'm using all my future lucky trades on though if anyone oh, has okay. a, a all right I'm sitting shiny on
1: we should definitely try to do that in the future. I'm sitting on plenty. Yeah. Great. Well, anyway, that's Poke-lore. Uh, Thanks so much for, I don't know, sharing more about your, your King Car obsession. <laughs> <laughs> it was electrifying, much like this Pokemon. Uh, but that means it's time for Poll. Last
0: week's Pokepole was... What do you think Niantic's strategy is when choosing Pokemon to feature in Raids? First response is from Venus e Prime, and they said, It feels like a combo of how long since last in Raids, the current event, often more so for one and three stars, and desirability. Sometimes, though, as with Regice for Lunar New Year's, it feels like the choice is by dartboard. <laughs> with a lot of mega reruns feeling that way as well, unless there's an obvious tie-in to the event or they're super effective against the current five-star. It is pretty clear that box art legendaries and Mewtwo are generally being held for the really large events or raid days. Now, I don't expect to see Giratina back until Halloween, which at least can give a bit of a break. I have not done many remote raids at all the past few weeks. That's fair. I feel especially the megas feel so random sometimes they do. especially I mean, when other ones make a little bit more sense it's just like
1: wow. yeah but I, I think i think that one i would throw them a bone on that one in particular because there's only so many megas there's 48 total yet right and we only have like 20 of them right now and even if one could fit in another event maybe that one also fits an event that's happening the next week or the week after so they have to shoehorn him i don't know uh Megalopony is a bad example because it is fighting type, so it was relevant, but, you know, shoe-worn a, a megalopony into, like, a fairy event or something, right?
0: But it, on the flip side, they've gone long stretches of just not having a mega show up. When, like, we get a questionable mega, sometimes it's just, why didn't we get X mega that we haven't seen in four months kind of
1: thing? Yeah.
0: Like... Obama Snow, I think, had a very long stretch of not being in
1: raids. It was also one of the first megas we got, so it was in raids forever. Yeah, so I
0: that. I, I feel like it's Who just knows? kind of weird. But <laughs> agreed, we probably won't see Giratina until Halloween. It'll make me sad. Yeah, but
1: that's a good read, though, venus That's it, a good read. It's,
0: pretty, it's expected at this point. We don't really have another option now for Halloween. Giratina has that spot tied down. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Dark Rye? I mean, yeah, Dark Rye can go in Halloween, but Dark Rye has other places it could also go to. So That's right. Next response is from Maxotron. They said the lower tier stuff usually seems to be able to beat the legendary. I think megas are either themed with the event or can be used against the legendary. If it's not a rock, paper, scissors setup, then the lower tier raids follow the theme of the legendary slash event. That's fair, and also with the requirement that they're all shiny.
1: I feel at this point, yeah, just about with rare exceptions, for like a, a chase. You know, they throw yeah, ones. like like
0: Goomy. You throw Goomy yeah. in the raids because people. Will it's do supposed it. to be rare and still not shiny yet. Why? Right. And our last response is from L Russ, right? L Russ mm-hmm. uh, via Spotify. They said, "I think they have a giant wheel with the same twenty-five Pokemon on it that they spin." Either that or a dartboard.
1: Could be both. It could be a spinning dartboard.
0: <laughs> Look, <laughs> I think you guys are giving Niantic way too much credit for using a dartboard because it requires skill to throw
1: a dart and get something on those. Yo, it requires accuracy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I yeah. like the spinning wheel, though.
1: I do like the spinning wheel. Yeah. It is it, So, which... Uh, which Niantic employee is tied to the spinning wheel of the throwing knives at, though?
0: <laughs> Whoever picked the last event that people complained about.
1: Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> so for this week's PokePole, we have other than rating, do you regularly interact with gyms in Pokemon Go? If so, what are you doing and why? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I think you can and why? guess, but... I I don't interact (laughs) with gyms if I can help it. Yeah. Like every once in a while, I'll be like, all right, I'm going to feed some berries. And then I remember it's kind of a miserable experience to do. Unless Mm -hmm. you're like at a bar where there's a gym and you can sit there every 30 minutes and do it. I think one thing before you go, Chris, for me about gyms is it takes time because of how it loads Yeah, that like I won't even click on a gym to spin it unless I have my go plus going to spin it for me because the time it takes to spin it, I'd be like, no, I have to be really desperate for items to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: (laughs) And I will never take another gym pretty much. I I feel like I've sworn off taking gyms for the most part (laughs)
1: I do it to harass my friends that just took that gym that I know. But if it's somebody I don't know that I really have like no motivation for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But anyway. Yeah. I think <laughs> my answer is that simply they're just the last thing I do in any given space. Like I'll do them. I'll, I'll fight a gym. I'll throw a, a Pokemon in a Valor gym if there's an open spot for sure. But that's after I've checked the spawns. That's after I've looked for raids. It's after I spent all the stops. That's after I've done rocket stuff. Heck, it's after I've sent gifts. Like, <laughs> it's the last thing. Like, why I am I still do. at this
0: park? I guess right. I'll go to
1: the gym. Exactly. If there's nothing yeah. else to do and I'm there, then sure I'll interact with it. But I don't find a lot of value personally. The way I play jokes aside, to interact with them, you know. Yeah. I don't even need the platinum medal anymore for my level up. I I did it without it. Thank goodness, because that defender badge was going to be really difficult for me to do. Yeah, so. I
0: don't even bother putting a Pokemon in gyms. My partially because Instinct doesn't really control the area around here. Sure, unless when I go stop by my dad's house, if that gym is Instinct, I'll put a I'll put a Pokemon in it, and it will usually stay there for
1: like ten days because nobody ever takes that gym. That's not bad. That's a good amount of hours, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah, so anyway, you know, the reason that we're asking this question is because uh, we're very aware that Kyle and I don't necessarily cover all types of play in this game or represent all types of play. So I'd love to hear from some of y'all that are doing the gym stuff. Uh, Again, the question for this week is, other than raiding, do you regularly interact with gyms in Pokemon Go? If so, what are you doing and why? If you'd like to answer the question, you can answer it, uh, you know, when we post it on Twitter. You can also answer the question. It's posted via Spotify. So if you're listening to the Spotify mobile app, you can go ahead and answer the Q&A question there. Uh, And we also accept emails, mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can also send us a voicemail to 262-586-7717. We accept those. We have a patron-exclusive uh, Discord channel just for answers over there as well. There's a multitude of ways. If you got a thought, please share it. We'd love it. Well, I guess YouTube comments. That's also a new way of answering if you'd like. I'll try my best to scour those as well. All right. <laughs> but enough about all that sort of stuff. We're actually going to pass it on over to uh, PvP Corn this week. So
2: over to you. Hi, I'm Fish and and I'm Defy Two Fifty, and this is PVP Corner, the PVP segment that is super effective against ground types. DeFi, what is going on in PVP?
3: Well, first off, I just want to say welcome back, Fish. Uh, it was a bummer not having you here last week, but we had some really good fun with Matt from PV and we talked about the different go bat. We talked about a lot go battle league, self play Pokemon. But let's talk about, did you get to do any Go Battle League while you were away? It was the Open Great League and the Electric Cup.
2: Yeah, so I actually managed to gain back all of those points and then some during the Weather Cup that I had previously lost. So like I've told the story of how I was up in the 2600s, then I lost like 400 points in a week. Um, And during Weather Cup, I managed to gain that back and break into the 2700s during Electric Cup lost it all again. <laughs> um, so I not quite as big a drop as the previous drop. So I um, I was down in like the 2300s for that and then I finally switched over to Great League which you know I've I've had a lot of trouble with in the past because I think that's a very polarized league, very rock paper scissors, but I did stumble across a team that I think is working for me so far. I haven't had a negative set with it yet, um, but like I haven't had a huge sample size. I'm eager to get back into it and, and keep trying it. That's Shadow Charizard lead uh, with Registeel and Metacham in the back.
3: Very cool. Uh, Shadow Charizard is definitely a, a big staple right now. It had, it's had its time in the spotlight recently, definitely from Liverpool. So lots of really good stuff there.
2: And just a quick one. I want to point out how just furious I am. Because I was considering bringing Char- Shadow Charizard into my uh, regional championship in Melbourne later this month. And it was going to be, like, my unique pick. My my Cindy moment <laughs> of, <laughs> wow, This I never realized how good this Pokemon is. And then... Bloody Liverpool happened, and Human Catcher Bug, or whatever his name is, he, he somehow stole my idea, and now everyone knows how good Shadow Charles idea is, and now, now when I bring it, it's going to be like, oh yeah, he's taken the Human Catcher Bug idea. No, it was my idea, Defy. It was mine.
3: Sure. <laughs> sure it was. It was. It was my idea. Oh yeah. Anyway. Oh yeah. We all believe you, Fish. Personally, I haven't played a whole lot this week. I played a little bit of Electric Cup just for something a little different. I love that Galvantula is running Fury Cutter and Energy Ball. Mm -hmm. I think that that's phenomenal. Also, even though my ELO didn't reflect it, I think I had some pretty big wins because I got to Hyper Beam everything with my Electrode. And (laughs) so I really, it's the moral victory that I was after, the meme victory, and I felt like I did pretty good in that front. Moving right along, we have coming up this week, we have the Open Ultra League and the Ultra League Premier. Remember, Ultra League Premier means no legendaries, mythicals, or ultra beasts. However, got to get used to it. Uh, XL Pokemon will be abound. When we take a look at our Ultra League Premier PV Poke top 10 species, first off, we have XL Steelix that you can get both as a regular and a shadow, XL Galarian Stunfisk. XL Scrafty, XL Pidgeot, Swampert, both the Shadow and Regular, Aurorus making an appearance, Surfetched Shadow Machamp, Como-O, and XL Travenant. What do you think about the Ultra League Premier Meta Fish?
2: I mean, it's XL City, like, like in previous Premier Cups. I've been working hard to get at least some Pokemon ready to XL for Ultra League. I finally can build a Pidgeot. And Pidgeot's going to be really, really good. Um, We did our breakdown. It was actually myself and Blepnir, not Lyle Jeff this time. Myself and Blepnir did a breakdown on Tuesday night. And we found out how good of a core Pidgeot and Galarian Stunfisk is. I highly recommend that one.
3: After Open Ultra League and Ultra League premiere, we can move down from February 9th to the 16th to the Open Ultra League and the Love Cup. The Love Cup, for those of you who remember from last year, from previous seasons, it's a Great League Cup where only red and pink Pokemon are eligible, and you have to take a look at the specific Pokemon that Pokemon Go lists on their blog. The top 10 species here is very, very similar to last year. We have at number one, XL Metacham, Charizard, both the Shadow and the regular will work fine, Lickitung, Ariados, Alomomola. Scrafty, Lurantis, King, Meg Cargo, and Galarian Slowbro, rounding out the top 10. I remember from last year, a lot of Eloma Mola. Also, Electrode can be really helpful, especially against something like Eloma mola like Charizard. Uh, I really like Electrode because you get to hyperbeam things. That's why I used it in Electric Cup. So that can be a really fun pick as well. I also just remember a lot of Metacham and Lickitung. Maybe even some chancy in there. But that's... I remember this being people can go one of two ways. You can go with a lot of bulk or you can go with a lot of really heavy damage.
2: Mm. Yeah. And Charizard being higher up because of that wing attack buff, that might give a bit of a rise to the firepower strategy. But there are a lot of... Threats to the Charizard. Alomomola will have an easy time with the Charizard. The, the Slow Bro's, all the different forms of Slow Bro and Slow Poke, and Slow King can all threaten it. We've got you know Sea King will be able to resist those blast burns. You know you'll probably still be able to take out a Sea King with two blast burns, but it's it's going to be kind of tough. So there are a lot. Um, macago as well. Like Macargo is going to just have an easy time with Charizard. So I don't know how good Charizard will actually be considering what else is good, but you know, you get it locked in against like an Ariados and you know that that's that's its bread and butter. That's that's when you'll be having a good time with that.
3: To wrap up for the Go Battle League looking one more week into the future, we have from February 16th to February 23rd, the Open Master League and Master League Premiere. Master League Premier being Legendary Pokemon, Mythical Pokemon, and Ultra Beasts not eligible during that cup. Still probably <laughs> the week I take off of GBL. I might play a little bit. I know I do like a little bit of Master League Premier because you get to use, there's no Dialga anywhere. You get to use some other Pokemon. However, I've just it's just not my favorite. I wish it were.
2: All right, so moving on to our Sylph check-in, and we have completed the Ember Cup. DeFi, how did you go during Ember Cup in January?
3: I did pretty well. I did a six-round tournament where I went four and two with some really, really close battles, and then I had a five-round tournament where I went three and two. So that was a 7-4 overall, which is really not a bad start to the season. I'm currently at global rank 653, are only doing two tournaments at 11 matches that's not that bad
2: yeah that's pretty good um for me i ember cup was amazing for me to be honest i went into the last day of my battles with a record of 15 and 3 then i unfortunately lost the last two battles i actually uh i mean now that ember cup's over it's safe for me to say this publicly um one of the battles that i had someone was running an electivire with thunder punch and flamethrower as its moveset which really really solid like thunder punch is strong enough to beat a lot of those things that you want your electivire to beat anyway like specifically charizard polywrath it still beats that core and Flamethrower allows you to hit and KO the pileus Swine that gives the electric so much trouble. So, really, like that that person swept that tournament and was the only person, well, one of only two people that whole month to 3 0 me. So, yeah, well done to them.
3: Nice. I think one of my favorite picks for the month was Dedenne, which was the mm-hmm. electric type. I'm glad I brought it. It didn't get a ton of play, but when it did, it did really, really well. I think. My core, same as everybody, Charizard and Polyrath, And then I like to bring Gliscore as well. As long as I could keep it away from the Piloswines, it did pretty well. So pretty basic for me for the month. But Dedenne was fun. Dedenne was my fun pick.
2: Speaking of Dedenne, uh, with the GoCast tournament wrapped up, and that was a five-rounder. So, I mean, happy with the turnout there. The winner was Fish on a Heater with his team of Electivire, Polyrath, Hisuian Coolfish, Charizard, Piloswine, and Moltres, which the, the Moltres kind of was a bit of a specialty pick. It obviously like had a a, a real fun time against the Polyrath, but to, it kinda needed an energy lead to really work against a lot of Pokemon because uh, a, a lot of those Pokemon could get to their moves as quick or quicker. Than the Moltres. it did win CMP or charge move priority, but um, it it also couldn't tank any charge moves, which you know some some of the other picks could. So it was it was very shield heavy, and you kind of really wanted to have an energy lead to to make sure you got to those moves first and put that pressure back on them. But the team that I was looking at that I wanted to uh, really discuss was Wang J Chen's team, who had Dene. Hippaldon, Charizard, Coolfish, Chestnut, and Polyrath.
3: I like it. It's different.
2: Mm. Yeah. And, like, not, not, uh, like, those picks aren't weird. Like, they, they are, like, there's some good thought behind them. Chestnut is a fantastic cover for Polyrath and Hisuian Coolfish the Dedenne he had the same thought as you did with bringing Dedene as his electric type and yeah like getting to those discharges in 10 turns is really nice for it did play rough come in handy at all
3: I did I remember nuking something with play rough I don't it might have been I had an opportunity to nuke a polyrath with it
2: oh yeah like I, <laughs> I had
3: an opportunity to really one hit KO something and I think it might have been a polywrath and I just remember it being beautiful
2: <laughs> How much does it do to a pile of wine?
3: I don't know. This ah. feels like a pop quiz.
2: <laughs> I would probably I'd I'd guess I, it would have to take it into the yellow.
3: Yeah, over half for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah. Probably like 55, 60%. Um and then the Hippodon as well can run Ice Fang or Thun- it does no Thunderfang, right?
3: Hippowdon, yeah.
2: Yeah. So th- I mean Thunderfang's probably the way to go for the Polyrath Charizard core. Um, or you could go Ice Fang to make it a little bit easier against your Electrics or <laughs> someone else is bringing Chestnut. I don't know. Um, it, also, Ice Fang would be easier against a Piloswine as well.
3: Yeah. Hippowdon has access to the suite of Fang moves, Ice Fang, Fire Fang, and Thunder Fang, as well as Bite. So it really has... A super solid moveset. I think it just doesn't have the best stat product in the world, which right. is why it's not more heavily featured. But its moveset is amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah, because uh, Body Slam stuff. and Earth Power?
3: Yeah, Body Slam, Earth Power, Earthquake,
2: yeah. uh, Stone Edge, Weather That's Ball Rock. Edge. Wow. Yeah, that it's, is a great moveset.
3: It's a phenomenal <laughs> moveset. <laughs> Just not the best stats and Pokemon Go can't do anything to change its stats.
2: So congratulations to Wang Chen and everyone who participated in the GoCast tournament. We are now heading into February's Cup, which is the Naiad Cup, DeFi.
3: Yeah, and naiads are like a spirit, a nymph that res- that preside over water. So like springs and rivers and things. Mm-hmm. If you look those up, that's what it comes from. So you're going to build a mythical team, like a team of wonder and fantasy. And that team can comprise of Pokemon with Bug, Dragon, Psychic, or Water typings, including dual types, along with a few exceptions, including Snorlax, Miltank, and Greedent are allowed as well. So Bug, Dragon, Psychic, or Water, along with Snorlax, Miltank, and Greedent. Your banned typings are Dark, Fairy, and Rock. Galarian Articuno, if you have it, you can't bring it, Sorry. You also cannot bring a Lantern, fortress, Medicham, Cresselia, Toxapex, and araquinid. Your PV Poke top 10. So we talked about what you can, what you can't bring. Now, what should you bring? PV Poke top 10, Altaria and Mew, which I'm telling you right now, those are the Pokemon <laughs> you're going to see on every team. Along with Jellicent, Miltank, Greedent, Snorlax, both the Shadow and Regular, Komuo, Pelipper, Genesect, and Walrein.
2: So you, you say Altaria and Mew. I actually uh, came to a different conclusion. I have noticed in a lot of practice tournaments, practically everyone is bringing their Greedent because I, I kind of analyzed two reasons for that. The One is that there's very little in the way of counter users. And, and you know, fighters are really the only thing that Greedent truly fears, right? There's, there's very little... Counter users. Stuff like Defense Deoxys and Escavalier are the only ones that I really expect to see much of at all.
3: I looked at Defense Deoxys, but Greedent has crunch. So
2: Right. Yeah. That's what, yeah, that was gonna be the next point, which is like the those counter users face so much opposition in the rest of the meta. Like Deoxys has to worry about the crunch from Greedent, uh Escavalier. Will just get absolutely pummeled by an Altaria or a Jellicent as well, which I, which will be very popular. So yeah, Greedent is looking incredibly safe and very versatile. Basically, the the big four. From that, like there's a there's another big four, <laughs> just like an Ember Cup. We've got a big four that I'm seeing evolve, which is Altaria, Mew, Jellicent, and Greedent. Now, I don't know if they will be as essential as what the big four were in Ember Cup. In Ember Cup, it's like if you were missing one of those four, you probably weren't gonna win. <laughs> but I don't know if that'll be the case with this one. Uh we noticed that there are two Pokemon that can beat all four of those. One of them is Hakama O. And the other one is Shadow Sizor. Now, on PvP Poke, it does say that Jellicent beats Shadow Sizor, but that is pretty bait-dependent, so we, we consider that one a win as well. But yeah, if you've got Hakamo or Shadow Sizor, that's probably a reasonable option to go with. Other than that, I'm thinking Altaria and Greedent make a great core on their own, and one of the few things that beats that core that I'm, I'm lo- really interested in looking at is Lugia.
3: Ooh! If yeah. you're lucky enough to have one, Lugia is a little tricky to get in the Great League. You have to do a trade uh with someone who's with low friendship.
2: Yeah, I have got mine. What about you? I do have one, but nice.
3: not everybody does. Not everybody. It's it's tough.
2: It is. Yes. If I mean, and it's it's not essential. Like if you don't have one, don't don't fret. There's other options.
3: Up next, I just really wanted to touch on factions really quickly. I'm really proud of how the Queen Bees are doing. We are the all-female faction down in the open tier for North America. We are on a three-win streak. We're four and two down in the open tier and having a really, really great time. We played Michigan PvP as well as the Illinois Bats with the last couple of weeks. And this last week, I made the unfortunate mistake of having to play last, and we were tied. No, no. I know tied nine and nine, and I was the last one to play, which is always the most pressure on your team. But I swept. I got a 3 <laughs> 0. I was so happy about it, uh, bringing my team the win. That felt really, really good.
2: We have the play Pokemon section now, and a lot of events coming up. We have Orlando happening on February 3rd to 5th. That's, that's this weekend. And there are over 100 players registered. To be honest, I thought that would be more. I, I know Florida is a very big area for PvP. I know Speedy's Chief is from there. I know the boys from BTW are from there. Orlando's a, a big PvP city. So but pack it out. Go on, everyone get there. I know uh, Lyle Jeffs that I've uh, talked about a, a few times on this podcast. He's actually flying down from Canada to be there.
3: Well, unfortunately, Will is going to be casting, not competing in his home state tournament. Mm-hmm. So that's one less player that we get <laughs> to have. But Will Dunphy, speediest chief, Two, will be uh, casting. His beard is pretty much grown back. So we are done with that spot of fun. Then we uh, joining Will, we have Gabby Snyder, Mark Sun, as well as Alpha Phoebe. So those are the casters that will be casting for the Orlando Regional.
2: Then we have Melbourne, Australia happening on February 18th and 19th. I have officially registered. I'm like so apprehensive, DeFi. (laughs) Because like I I came out of Perth being like having so high expectations for myself and then coming fifth out of 12 players. It was I was I was disappointed. So I'm kinda apprehensive about going to this one. I'm I'm gonna try really hard not to put that much pressure on myself this time. Just Focus on having fun. There is 72 players registered at the moment, which is a fair amount higher than the biggest tournament that Australia has had, to my knowledge. So, 72 players is going to be really exciting. We have Knoxville, Tennessee, and Bochum in Germany, both happening on February 24th to 26th. Registration is open for both. Of those regionals, we have the information for Knoxville. There are 50 players currently registered. We haven't been able to find information for Bochum yet on their numbers, but it was pretty big last time, wasn't it, Diva?
3: I believe so. I know that the total number of slots was 96. So if you are interested, I would highly recommend checking out at 2022 tournaments and going ahead and looking for the Bokum registration as well, you can look on the rk9.gg website.
2: Perth, Australia is happening March 4th to 5th. No news on that yet or, or when registration will be open. Vancouver, Canada is March 10th to 12th, and currently 32 players are registered for that. That will get a lot higher. Natal in Brazil from March 11th to 12th. Registration is open. Get into that one. And Utrecht in the Netherlands is March 18th to 19th. There are 164 players registered, which is currently the highest in any Play Pokemon Go event. Um, I believe it's... I don't think it's the highest ever for a tournament. I think there were some Sylph Battle Towers back in the day, pre-COVID, that broke the 200 mark. But... I mean, it's only a matter of time before one of these player Pokemon events beats it.
3: I definitely agree. There are so many exciting tournaments available. If you are interested in any of these, I would highly recommend if you go to stadiumgaming.gg, they have a really really great website if you take a look at their play 2023 season they do a lot of work talking about each of these tournaments and how you can get involved and play for some yourself
2: finally we have made it to this point in the show it's our shameless plugs i want to give a shout out to some members of the community that have hit achievements hit milestones that they've been aiming for in the pallet town pvp community we've got uncle b stud Timmerap and Cloudy Lee, who have all hit veteran, and music Michael has hit legend. Well done to them. We have in the GoCast community Arkham has hit one thousand great league wins, and Tuba Boy Fifty has hit veteran.
3: Congratulations to all of those battlers. Those are all fantastic achievements. I don't have a lot going on in DeFi e 250 world. Just be making sure you're following me on Twitter. That's where I post a lot of my big updates as well as Instagram. I really miss when Twitter had kind of a stories feature, uh, kind of like Snapchat, like it goes away after a day. Uh, I liked that a lot on Twitter, but I have it on Instagram. I do my Instagram stories, and I post all about how cold it is and how much <laughs> I don't like living in Wisconsin because it's too cold, but I also post pictures of my dog. So if you want to follow me or get more kind of fun content from me, Instagram is a good place at defie250, D-P-H-I-E-250.
2: And also look out for the opening of Defi's theme park, Defy 250 World. <laughs> <laughs> which I am going to be I'm going to be first in line. I'm ready. I'm ready for What? I mean, what what are some of the rides there? I, I guess you
3: I don't know, but <laughs> you know, you can find I have D P H I E 250 on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube and TikTok. <laughs> it's the same on all the platforms. It's the best part of having a weird gamer tag is <laughs> I am the first. I am the only D P H I E 250. There's only one of me.
2: I guess you could like line up to get signatures from people dressed as as cheese and Caleb Ping. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, to close out, we love hearing your feedback. If you have any questions or suggestions for Myself or DeFi, you can direct your feedback to PVP Corner at gocastpodcast.com. You can also send us a voicemail or physical mail to the Gocast PO Box and Chris talks about each of these at the end of the show. In the show description, you can click on more fish or more DeFi to take you to our other projects and ways to contact us. And we'll see you next week.
1: Okay, Mr. Kyle, we're going to do another section here, right? Naturally. Something, Something like, something about something, I don't know, male... Voicemails. Emails. Oh, the emails, not ah, just regular mail. That's right. And no voicemails this week. Our first email is from Nesical, and they said, Hey, Chris and Kyle, while going through and deleting photos from my phone, I found a screenshot from a year ago displaying my trainer profile. Since the screenshot was taken, my stats have improved exponentially. In a year or so, I've gained about ninety-seven point five million experience caught about 112,000 Pokemon, and visited Pokestops 92,000 times. I play every day and have a set goal of XP that I have to reach daily to be able to hit 50 before the end of summer, currently 1 million away from being done with 47. I was wondering if you guys sometimes struggle with finding the motivation to grind toward your long-term goals for the game, and what those goals would be. Shiny vibes all, best regards. Nessa cow. Okay. So the question here is, do we struggle with motivation to play even if we set goals? Yeah.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. The the answer is yes.
1: Yeah. 100%. 100%. And those goals kind of change, you know, like my goal for last year was to hit level 50. I, I did it. I did it sooner than I thought I was going to. Kyle sets intermittent goals. Um, every once in a while he'll set like a, a mini project of like best buddying every Gengar on the face of the planet. <laughs> Give me more hundos and I'll best buddy them too. Game <laughs> or walking a stun fisk into the sun and back, one of those two things. <laughs> but yeah, our, ours change, and I feel like the changing the goals every once in a while, especially if they aren't working for you currently for motivation, is just kind of how the game is played the game of motivation rather what do you think kyle
0: i agree i think for me personally one of the things i do to avoid that lack of motivation is i personally don't really set long-term goals for the most part i've had a handful but they've had like defined paths on getting to the goals versus say my long-term goals get level 50 well i've got a tree branch of paths that i could pick to get there and mm-hmm. that makes it very difficult so i i do find that setting the shorter term goals to make it easier to stay focused and or motivated to complete them
1: yeah yeah but i mean if you like like we were just saying if you lose your motivation that's normal don't yeah. worry about it just set another one and if you and, keep setting goals and nothing is fun maybe it's just time to take a little break Yeah, it's worth noting 97.5 million experience
0: in a year is a lot. Oh, yeah, it is a large amount of experience. So it's it's understandable to be potentially struggling with motivation or maybe you're feeling burned out and you don't quite realize it yet. So that that's where some difficulty
1: can happen, especially with really big goals. Absolutely. So, yeah, just do what works for you and celebrate your, your victories like you just did. An incredible amount of experience, incredible amount of Pokemon caught, and an incredible amount of Pokestop spun in the past year. If nothing else, still very impressive. <laughs> so thank you very much, Nessicala, for the email. Appreciate it. Our next response is,
0: our next response, our next email is from Joe, and they said... With Valentine's Day upon us, I'm planning to inundate my Pokemon Go friends list with romantic lovey-dovey postcards and stickers, but that raises some questions. What Pokemon Go postcards or stickers are the most romantic, and which postcards or stickers should you not send to your crush? And third, for people with a significant other, is a Valentine's Day gift in Pokemon Go a sufficient replacement for a gift in real life? shiny vibes all joe well i need to go look at like what stickers there are because it's not something i consider on a regular (laughs) basis oh
3: no
1: i'll tell you what you should not send them if you still have the legacy bulba buy sticker don't send that one oh i mean i mean unless you know yeah (laughs) but i think you know the postcard's kind of like which postcards to send on the postcard level yeah. it has to do with specifically what, what postcards you can get, right? So I kind of think like that changes based on the area you're in. But you know, like sculptures are good. Don't be sending people gravestones if you got a crush on them. That's probably not gonna go over well. <laughs> um, unless they're into that sort of stuff. Like if somebody sent me a collection of beautiful gravestones, I'd be like, Oh, this is actually really cool. But I don't think that's I don't think that's as normal as I'd like it to be.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that's fair. I bet you there's some pretty great street art polka stops.
1: Yeah, there's got to be in
0: areas, depending on where you live, that would make really good postcards, especially with the right sticker on it. There's some really cute Pikachu stickers that are like laying mm-hmm. down with bubbles over its head that are pink, that makes a really good romantic sticker.
1: It's there's also a, like there's
0: a cat with hearts on it. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get some better Valentine stickers this year as well
1: there was also a bunch of like Pikachu and Eevee doing stuff together stickers for a while. Like them sharing like a hot chocolate or hands mm-hmm. yep. or high-fiving or something like that. Like those are all, those all qualify. I think.
0: Oh, I have one here. This must be from like last Valentine's day. It has Pikachu with hearts for eyes. Oh. So like that, that one.
1: 100%. Is really good.
0: Also yeah. don't send that to your crush. If you haven't told them that you're, they're your crush might might be a little awkward maybe
1: it you know just consider your options that's all maybe but i don't i also on the same hand right i don't know anybody out here that is taking those stickers seriously (laughs) no but there's all sorts to play the game that's very true very true
0: yeah also pokemon go gift is not a sufficient replacement for a real life gift unless you weren't planning on getting a real life gift in the first place which case, but then it
1: still wouldn't be a replacement. It's just a supplement. I think
0: it's got to be. A, I don't think that's a supplement. No. What? No. You have to have gotten them something and then you're supplementing it with a gift oh, and go.
1: And you're supplementing the, the Valentine's Day with a gift, but you would have to have been pl- planning on an original gift in order to replace it with this one. Maybe we're both wrong. I <laughs> Ask your significant other.
0: Yeah, Before. that's a case by case basis. That <laughs> said, if you if there's a street art of your significant other's favorite Pokemon inside of a heart painted on the side of a building somewhere, and that's a poke stop, that's a really good gift to to supplement your Valentine's <laughs> Day with if they like Pokemon.
1: Just say it. You know what would even be better is if you took a real life photo of that one, because it'll be higher quality than the photo that's on the postcard. <laughs> And they won't have to reference their postcard book when they want to look at it again. You, know? Yo, you, you can do even one better than that, and take them to go see. <laughs> like, like what? Was oh, this some sort of date scenario? Like, come on! <laughs> Amazing, thank you oh, for your man. email, Joe. That was great. <laughs> Our last email here is from Timma Rap. Hey, Chris and Kyle, I was listening to the latest episode, and like you both. I was also confused about the inclusion of poison types in the crackling voltage event. agreed that it's probably, provide, uh, it's probably to provide easy access to Tapu Cocoa counters, at least in the near term. Then I started thinking about what Niantic could do with this event in the future. You could say this train of thought was sparked by some of the more recent Pokeball questions. So how could Niantic tie together electric and poison types in the future? If only there was a Pokemon with both of those typings. Oh, yeah, there is. Toxtricity, baby. Oh, wow. Did a future crackling of voltage event just become one of the best in-game events? I think so. I could see Niantic putting both forms of Toxtricity in raids, hopefully not region locking them. Just because you said that means that they're going to. I hope you know that. (laughs) (laughs) And with other electric and poison types spawning in the wild like they are currently. Sound-related Pokemon could spawn as well as Noibat, Wishmer, playing the all-important filler spawn. At least it can be shiny. And think of all the toxel you could hatch out of two kilometer eggs, Chris. But let's be real. Yeah. They'll be in seven <laughs> I kilometer was eggs. Say. <laughs> it, it was, he anticipated your response there for sure. Anyway, event speculation aside, the current crackling voltage event seems like a great setup to introduce toxicity in the future. I'm low-key excited for it. Nice joke. Uh, as always, great job, guys. I love hearing your voices every week. Sorry for the loud email. Signed Tim a rap for Tim. It's <laughs> a good email, but what about the dark typing? What about that? Typing? <laughs> so, this response is great. I also saw somebody was it in Discord or on Twitter? One of the two they were like, Oh, the rocket takeover, guys. Are you, what come on? Easy. Yeah. I was yeah. like, Oh, we yeah, got yeah, several yeah, responses
0: yeah. on Discord about it. And <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> Several people were like, No, nah, the poison and dark type are there because of the team rocket. And we're like, Oh. You know yeah, that's, right? Right. that's right. I don't like it, but you're right. <laughs>
1: but the name crackling voltage, it still should have implied something. There should have I don't know, like
0: Yeah. I love the idea though, Toxtricity
1: a uh, great Pokemon. Great, great Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, it's a fantastic Pokemon. I'm very excited for that in the future. Anyway, thank you very much for the email, Tim. And if you, dear listener, would like to send us an email like these fine folks did, you can by sending it to mail at, uh, mail at, <laughs> mail at gocastpodcast.com. I don't know what I thought I was going to say. Mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can also leave us a voicemail by calling 262-586-7717. Visit our website, gocastpodcast, for all things a go cast. Follow us on Twitter at GoCastPodcast. Uh, follow us on YouTube. Just look for GoCastPodcast. We are there. And Patreon. We are on Patreon. So if you'd like to help support the show monetarily, you can do so via Patreon. That's spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash GoCastPodcast. And shout out to our Elite Trainer to your patrons. Thank you so, so much too. Bo, Daniel, Andrew, Laurie, Michael, Ozzy, Ted, Tish, Marvin, Meese, Schwartz, Hissuian, Ryan Thayer, Jason, Justin, Charles, Modders, Lee, William, Brandon, Ethan, Steven, Nick, Calvin, our favorite listener, Drew, too. Thank you very, <laughs> very much for your generous support of the show. We very much appreciate you helping us keep the digital lights on. And if you'd like to help support the show in another way, you can, of course, leave us a review. It is free to do so. The only requirement is that there's infrastructure available for you to do that. <laughs> So, Google Podcast is still out for some reason. Spotify is good on the mobile app and some other places as well. Apple Podcasts, always a good place to leave a review. Thank you so much. Okay, Kyle, I'm going to set some yep. goals mm-hmm. and then get out of here. We got yep. Noibat Community Day this weekend. Oh, man. We do. It's going to be fun. All right. What are you planning on doing? All right. 15
0: Cheyenne Noibat. 300,000 Stardust is a Stardust bonus, so Uh, continue the mega progress, mega level progress, and continue my buddy experience progress one day at a time.
1: One day at a time. One hoof in front of the other.
0: One floating candelabra arm, chandelier arm
1: in front of the other. (laughs) It's right. What is the bottom of a candelabra called? Like that that base? It's got to have a name, right? It's, it's
0: it's probably just the base. It might be the foot.
1: Yeah. Uh, hey, whatever. <laughs> One foot like a flamingo. That's right. All right. For myself, thirty shiny noibat. I want to hatch fifty eggs. One non community day shiny. So literally anything else. And five hundred thousand stardust. And just so I actually say a number because I always forget to do it. My current stardust is sitting at uh two point seven million. So I'm looking to be here next week with 3.2. All right. Okay. And that's it. Thanks so much for listening all the way, uh, all the way through. We appreciate it. And we'll see you next week for 225. Good luck on Neubach Community Day. Shiny Vibes All, all that good stuff. Bye-bye. Bye.